like he's trying to rescue both his kids here. He's got his his biological son, which is Beta, <laughs> and his adopted daughter Maisie Lockwood, have both been kidnapped by the by the by the Russians or by the Koreans or whatever the fuck they go going <laughs> with. The... Who, who are the touched Treadstone? <laughs> Julia Stars is there in like in, in a in a toilet. She's got the headphone on. She's like, oh, she's like, are we spying him? Jason Bourne's in the building. Everyone, are good. Yeah, the last shot of the film probably should have been Brad Silas Howard just in her cabin, like, oh, you know, mucking about. She gets a phone call. What's that unknown number? Picks up the phone. Hello, and then and then you hear Matt Damon's voice like, this is Jason Bourne. He's like, what, what do you want? And he's and then get some rest, Claire. You look tired. And then she looks out the window like. And then, and then she cuts to Jason Bourne in the woods, like with his binoculars, puts him down, and get some rest, Hello, and welcome to Two Rules Podcast. My name is Liam Reedy, and welcome to our. 50th episode today we'll be talking about jurassic world dominion but first i just want to say thank you to everyone who's given us a listen so far as we now come around to a landmark episode so to everyone who has given us a listen a share like on either facebook twitter or instagram any where you get your podcast from listening to us I just want to say thank you. So in the second episode ever of Two Reels Podcast, where we were talking about the Jurassic World movies as part of the Jurassic Park saga, two-part episode to start off the podcast, all the way back in September of 2020. We actually forgot to do our ratings for the two Jurassic World movies. So starting off this episode, where that one left off, we're going to get down to our ratings for those movies so thank you to everyone who's given us a download or listen over those nearly two years so let's get into the 50th episode of two reels podcast i think by the end of the last podcast we were several beers in and we were so caught up in laughing and taking the piss out of uh out of jurassic picard world Fallen Kingdom, that um, Whatever, we forgot so to cool. do the ratings. Yes, we've never done the. We, it's been two years, <laughs> and our our, our our most our diehard fans they've been they've been begging us for the ratings. Two, two years and forty nine episodes later, because recording this now, it's our fiftieth episode. That's right. Which is uh, you know, I didn't think we'd get this far. No. And how appropriate that it should be. I know it, it was good timing. I, Jurassic Park. It, it really, it it kind of fell that way. Um, it wasn't really too planned. I did kind of, um, I did kind of like, oh, when the when I was looking at like what's coming out and stuff, I was a little bit like, okay, we'll do Top Gun and like me yeah. and Sam, and then you know we'll have like one of the Disney Plus shows or something. It wasn't really like, oh, it has to be Jurassic World dominion it was it was more just uh okay that's a possibility yeah let's let's just make sure yeah yeah it could have been another 10 movies to see before you die yeah we we need we do need to do another episode of i mean i've got i've got at least four same i've I've got a list on my phone that's been that i just keep adding oh really oh nice and i've actually been discussing a lot of people have approached me 
um, well, approach me. I say approach me. Like, <laughs> they've come up to randoms in the street. When oh my god, you from Two Bros Podcast? When so. you're when you're walking through Soho Town, uh, you know people stopping you That's in the right. street. You know when I'm admiring my star on yeah. uh, on the boulevard. Yeah. Um, no, people I know who have listened to the podcast have all said to me that some of their among their favourite episodes are the list ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really like ten films to see before they die, yeah, because they find that very accessible. Oh yeah, 100%, you know, yeah. For, uh, you don't have to have seen anything prior to listen exactly. to the podcast, and it could be, and and our picks are so random and obscure that there's something for everyone in. There's at least one for everyone hmm. in the episode. Hundred percent. Although everyone I've spoken to has said. <laughs> Fuck off. The, the, your picks are really, really obscure yeah. and like just out there. Yeah, right. And just you like, just wait till the next episode. Like what? Like haven't heard of hardly any of them. Just wait till the next episodes. I'm not quite going like um, I'm not going full like uh, oh like a, there's like a French auteur movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're all going to be pretty much like La Pomme et de la Belle. Yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> Directed by Claude uh, Makaleli. But yeah, so you know, we'll definitely get we'll definitely get to that soon. I think, yeah, because uh, we're we're well in well into the territory of needing another episode, especially because I keep watching films and I'm like I keep adding it to the list. Right, I've probably got enough to do to another two episodes. Yeah, an episode with yourself, and then probably our initial episode follow on, which was going to be with Sam. Yeah, and. I mean, I, I can't wait to to hear what Sam's are. So unless we do, if we unless we we did a three way one, and we called it, we'll do we'll twenty do, no, episodes, no, we'll still, we'll, twenty films. No, we'll still say, call no. it ten more films to ten, see another or a, yeah, another, but yeah. unfortunately that that crams it down to like I'll get three, you'll get three, and Sam will get four. Right. So ratings for Jurassic World. Now, what's it out of? Uh, so, so for, well, for Jurassic World, it should be out of, um, should just be out of. Uh, I mean, there's so many dumb things yeah, in that yeah. film. It's hard to pick one. The first um, thing I wanted to do it out of is like out of, uh, like, runnable high heels. Runnable high heels is a good one. Um, yeah, those Minority Report sphere things. Yep. Um, um, <laughs> the Indominus Rex. Just not only. Being able to turn invisible, like the Vanquish and die another day. Well, I know what the... the but one... also, it, it it knows, like, complex security systems and how to <laughs> get around them yeah. somehow. I've definitely got one for Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, well, of course. Um, it's, there's, yeah. There's, you know, there's loads for that one as well, like um, like smiling dinosaurs. You yeah, know, crying, like crying dinosaurs. Yeah, you yeah. know when it's, like, playing dead yeah. in the cage? And oh, it and then it, look, it, it like, winks. Camera, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All right, what about... Um, it's like it's in a fucking Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah, that's literally what it's like. Um, what about the... Um, for the Jurassic World, then? Oh, what about... Um, uh, what about, like, Blue and the T-Rex and Chris Pratt giving each other, like, nods of, like, <laughs> well done, well done. No, well done, you. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should just do it out of five love affairs with a dinosaur. Mm. I mean... Mm. Okay, yeah, five love affairs, yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you want to go first? You go first. Um, I give it a one and a half. Yeah, wow. One for being a film, because I know how hard making movies is. Yeah. Uh, and then the half, because, yeah. again, like it's it's a Hollywood film, and it's it's got some good 
craftsmanship. Yeah. I mean, someone needs to dial the saturation down a little bit, but I feel like the some of the shots and stuff are, are really good. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> like, what can, what else can I say about a film that we publicly have, you know, said is probably one of the worst? Yeah. Do you know what? I think if we'd done these ratings uh, at the time, yeah, I might have given rated it a bit higher. It might have been more generous. But actually, so. over the over time, yeah. I, and by time I mean like the two years that have passed since episode one. Um, my my detest for these movies has only grown. Yeah. Um, Exacerbated by this new one. As yeah. Well. And the thing about this first film was, and I, I think I mentioned this in in the in the first episode, was um, uh, I was really angry with with about this film. Mm. Um, I've really gone through the the, mo- the emotions on on these all three of these films. You know, for Jurassic World it was anger. Mm. Fallen Kingdom, it was um, it was just hilarity, yeah. And then I think with D- Dominion, it's it's it was Hate- disappointment. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say hatred. Uh, but it, well, no, hatred's like the general one. Yeah, okay, yeah. but but no, just it, yeah, just so just such a waste of potential. Really f- crap. So, I mean, we've we've already covered it, and you know, if you go back yeah, and listen right, to yeah. uh, episode what episode two, even which yeah. is part oh, yeah, 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 yeah. part two, yeah. where we listen, where we do Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdoms for for our full review. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to agree. One and a half um, dinosaur love affairs because it, it honestly, it's just garbage. It's cinema garbage at its at its at its most um, egregious. Yeah, right. um, at, at, at its most like flamboyant. Like yeah, look look what look what we've created, yeah. and uh, you know the, you know everyone's very happy about like look what look look what we've done, look what yeah. we've produced. Yeah, and I'm like yeah, but it's utter trash. Yeah, and the love for it as well. Not only I know, especially at the time, but even now, yeah. that annoyed me as well. Um, and yeah, just purely for the fact that I, I after Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I didn't think that I could be more annoyed and let down and angry by a fourth instalment of a beloved trilogy. <laughs> uh, and then Jurassic World came along, totally blew Kingdom of the Crystal Skull out of the water. Took a massive T-Rex um, size shit on it. I mean, that is... I mean, you know, I'm sure we've said this before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, And for Fallen Kingdom, um, I'm going to give it out of out of five winks uh, yeah. to the camera by, yeah. a, by a dinosaur playing nice, dead. Nice, I'm going to give it one. Yeah. Because it's worse. Yeah. But I have to give it... Like, I would say you, we're allowed to give a film zero. Or, or have I said before that we can't give a film zero? I can't remember. But if... if I can't remember. Uh, it's, the rules, it's been two years. The rules have kind of we gone sh- out of the We window. make them up every episode. <laughs> I know. But that's... The, you know, the point is... Uh, you know, the point is that... Um, it's... You know, it takes an army of people to make a film. Yeah. And I do just feel bad for them because if you worked on it and I know it can be tough because you worked hard and, you know, pe- you know, people like us will just like knock it to the floor, you know, and give it some good criticism quite rightly. And some that's just like, ah, that's shit, you know, mm. offhanded comments. I feel like we're a mix of like, we can, we can tell the, the details on why we don't like it and we do like it or we think it's good or we think it's bad. Then also at times, you know, because sometimes when it is bad, because I'm disappointed, I'm lazy with my comments and I'm just like, oh, it's just shit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel bad for people who worked on uh, the film because, or the films, 
because they worked hard you yeah. know like uh, especially from the bottom upwards you know like as yeah. you get progressively higher the the decisions get worse do you know mm. what i mean like so from the bottom you know like hard work for people who like set designers mm. you know costume designers things like that people who are trying to sneak in like little easter eggs to the other films the actual good films you know without going too far mm. you know, and then when you get to the top the actual decision making on script and you know directing and stuff like that it's that's what that's when it gets shit do you know what i mean like so i can understand the people below like who worked hard and you know i would i'd love to have worked on it myself but then you get to the top and it's like the decisions were not great and it turned out to be a film that i can't give more than one yeah one rating because of how bad it is yeah. like from the you know top topwards top up and it's just yeah so just one i can't bring myself to give it anything higher yeah uh i'm gonna give uh fallen i'm gonna do mine actually i'm gonna do a different one Ooh. uh I'm gonna that's do, fine there's many to choose from so you i'm know. gonna do mine out of um uh bl- dinosaur blood transfusions i mean yeah um, so i mean isn't there a there's not a blood transfusion in the lost world is there no 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 just just making kingdom. sure yeah just for um no, in the last world, they 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 fix the baby T Rex's broken yeah, leg. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. all they do. They, they just click it. it back in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. something that is far more realistic. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, uh, when talking about creatures that died sixty-five yeah, million years ago, um, more realistic to have it reset yeah. its leg, like a do- like someone who knows yeah, about gonna, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Crisis films bad. No, I'm gonna I'm I'm giving I'm gonna give it a. a, a Zero and a half. Yeah, 0.5, nice. So a half, basically, a, blood, a dinosaur blood transfusion out of five. This film is garbage. Not, um, not enough blood to uh, to really do a transfusion. More drop in terms of this rating, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, again, go is back. That for, that's for Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. Go back and listen to uh, the episode two, I yep, believe, yeah, 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 of yeah, Two yeah. Reels podcast, where yeah. we do... Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. It's it's only an hour long, so it's probably our, one of our shortest. Cool, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to try it. Well, I listened to it this morning. Did you? Oh, nice. Literally yeah. in, in an hour, so. Let's, um, yeah, I mean. It's very funny as well, because we're quite drunk in this one, <laughs> so there's a lot of laughter. Um, well, I don't get drunk on these podcasts as much as I'd like. Yeah, same. As much um, as I think is necessary for us to make an entertaining product. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, this film is garbage. I mean, it's everything is just garbage. I mean, there's so many things that we've, but you know, like the laser gun thing and the blood transfusion and <laughs> the terrible characters. I mean, the characters are god awful. The plot is all over the fucking shot. Um, the action sequences are ridiculous. But then again, just when I thought that you know uh, the the action scenes couldn't get any more ridiculous along comes Jurassic World Dominion um <laughs> but you know it's got like Chris Pratt running from from flowing lava that's coming out of a volcano whilst whilst all these other dinosaurs are running bear in mind that I think they established in Jurassic Park that the T-Rex alone can run at like 40 miles an hour yeah i saw that um I no. saw a uh, behind the scenes on uh, Fallen Kingdom. I'm sorry. That's uh, a lot of uh, that, that people who are they might have been it might have been paleontologists. I think 
Yeah. Where they're they're like looking at the the scene where all of the dinosaurs are like running away from yeah. the volcano eruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like these creatures don't move like that. Yeah. You know, they're all they all look like they they don't have like any weight to them. Yeah. They look like, they look like video game characters. They're like right. They're like yeah. like running along. Yeah. And all at various different speeds. And yeah. it's, it's just they're like this is really weird. And then what they did was they showed them a shot from the original Jurassic Park. And then they just compared the two in terms of like how they manufactured the dinosaurs to look more realistic and and to trick your brain into thinking that they're more real. They have like a certain, like I said, they have a certain weight and a certain movement to mm. them that your brain instinctively just thinks, yeah, that something that is shaped like that and like that big would move like that, where the they just throw it all out the window. They just don't care with yeah. with uh, Fallen yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. And, and by extension, the first of the three and this one, you know. They're all they're all just they're yeah. all just toys, aren't they? They're all just they're yeah, all just, exactly. You know, the the one of the most batshit crazy things is when he he wrangles one, when Chris Pratt he like lassos one, doesn't he? Oh, okay. We're getting on to we're, we're yeah. moving on to Dominion now. Yeah, let's just fucking crash yeah. crash right in. Yeah, because it's so full of ridiculousness that yeah. we have to start somewhere. And the, this was the first bit of the film where I was just thinking. He'd, he'd be dead. Yeah, know. same. I rolled my eyes and groaned at this point. There was... yeah, but he, yeah, but Owen's um, a super soldier. <laughs> he he's, is Captain America. He is, yeah. He, he's, he, I mean, they say he's like ex-Navy SEAL. So that was, in, in any kind of lazy screenwriting or, or shit yeah. B-movie, all they've got to say is, yeah. oh, oh, he's ex-Navy SEAL or he's ex-CIA or he's, he's just ex-whatever. Yeah. doesn't even matter. Oh, he was with an agency. Yeah. And it's, oh, that just, that's, that is... He can inexplicably do anything hmm. because of that. Yeah. So, Owen, because Owen's ex Navy SEAL, he can lasso a four ton animal uh, and and on a horse. On a horse. Uh, oh no, no, he's not on the horse. He's on he's, the ground. Oh at no, this point. he is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he uses his own body weight to stop a forty ton dinosaur. Hmm. Um, but he doesn't even lasso him straight on he, he lassoes it and then he wraps the rope round a rock yeah, yeah. and then he pull he holds onto it yeah. and that actually stops I mean how much does an elephant weigh it's one ton right tons, a yeah. ton yeah yeah I'll correct me if I'm wrong but yeah, I'm, yeah. I think elephants weigh a ton around a metric this ton. dinosaur is about twice the size of an elephant yeah so we're talking two tons minimum <laughs> and Chris Pratt <laughs> can stop it with, with the with his own strength yeah. I mean so he must. I mean, got. I mean, you know, they they obviously don't say it in the script, but he must be some sort of like mutant. Like he must have been experimented on. Maybe he was in like the same program as Wolverine. We yeah. don't know at this point. Yeah. Anything's possible in these films. Honestly, that bit where that where that happens, I couldn't. I couldn't really take the rest of the, I know I yeah. wasn't supposed to but I couldn't take any of the rest of what was going to happen yeah. seriously uh, it's like here we fucking go yeah it was it yeah. was genuinely this, this is it like they, they've gone full bullshit and they're not going to step back yeah. you yeah. know where's Jurassic World for all of its faults and they are numerous yeah I, even with like the running high heels all of the bullshit between like Blue and like being able to tame raptors, you know. Yeah. I feel like it had a tiny 
a tiny toe. Yeah. In reality. A tiny bit of realism, yeah. It had enough for me to forgive certain aspects where where you're like okay I'll, the next bit I'm sure they'll like you know I'm sure that that's it bullshit and then and this one was like no no it's throw it all out the window yeah. like physics you know yeah. what you perceive as reality and something that just if they had if they had these aspects in movies more especially mainly just ones that are set in today or like earth or with humans not like aliens and like in space and stuff if they just had like one foot in reality and then the other in the fantastical story you're you you can you can connect the two yeah do you know what i mean like you can you can forgive certain things on one side because you've got the other just another one to add to the list of disappointing legacy characters being misused as if we didn't have one already in, you know, Han Leia's Luke Skywalker from the uh, Star Wars sequel trip. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, at least we got to, uh, yeah, at least they were on screen together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, in this film. Silver lining. And they were involved in the plot, such as it is. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean, the thing is, I remember, I think we came out of this film and I was a bit, I was like, um, I remember thinking, I don't know, I felt confused. I, I, I felt like out of the three, this was my favourite. <laughs> I know, yeah, same here, yeah. But. That doesn't really mean much. I think that's because we had the legacy characters, as they're now known, um, in in the movie world. Um returning and involved and we actually saw all three of them yeah we actually got what we what we wanted from the force awakens Mm. um uh but the more i've thought about it (laughs) right the more the more as i said disappointed um i am with this film and i actually feel a bit angry about it as well It's, it's annoying because you know it 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 tricked me again yeah, you yeah. know, it, they trick they they fucking filmmakers fooled me again into fool me once, shame on you. Yeah, fool me twice. I'm a shame cunt. On me. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beat that out. Fool, fool me, fool me thrice. Fuck you. Fuck go fuck yourself. You go fuck yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That is the saying, right? Yeah, so, yeah. well, I mean, Oscar they did, Wilde. Yeah, they didn't fool me three times because I knew I, I I knew Fallen Kingdom was going to be pants. So. Yeah. But this one, I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I thought, I thought by bringing back those characters, they might salvage it, mm. right? And also, you know, um, what is it? Colin Trevorrow yeah. said that, oh, this was the plan all along. We, this is, this was the film. I, this was the Jurassic Park film I wanted to make all along from the start. Was the, with the dinosaurs all out, right, in the world, right? Hence the name of the film, whatever. So it's like, well, if this is the big thing that you've been leading up to, um, and this is like that, this is labelled as like the 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 end of the Jurassic saga yeah. kind of thing, the big grand finale, um, and yet it was just such a massive letdown and such a massive disappointment. Um, I mean, yeah, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, um, the whole, first of all, like, the whole concept, right, of this Jurassic World, I mean, first of all, what I don't understand, if this was the plan all along, right, why didn't they just do that in the first Jurassic World film? Mm. Because it, it occurred to me the other day, in Jurassic Park 3, right, there's a bit where, there's a bit, there's an inexplicable bit at the start where, um, the boat just like goes into some fog and then comes out of the fog and it's all like ripped to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yet they're like on the coast. So it's like, was, did a dinosaur do that? And if so, is it in the sea? Yeah. And if it's in the sea, why doesn't it just swim away? Yeah. So that's a bit weird. And then you've got the Spinosaurus who can swim. Yeah. So again, you think, well, why would the Spinosaurus... Well, I guess the Spinosaurus can't swim into the ocean, but still. And then at the end of that film, the, you know, Peridactyls, whatever they're called, escape, right? Yeah. So you could have done Jurassic World. You could have done that for the first film. Yeah. That could have been about, oh, um, you know... The uh, InGen once again took a bunch of dinosaurs off East of Sauna and it yep. all went tits up, just yep. like it did at the end of the Lost World. You didn't need any of the Lost World bar like certain bits that could have been a precursor or like a pre credit scene to Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Obviously, you make Fallen Kingdom a lot better. Yeah. But you didn't need Jurassic World at all. It was It was purely made for the... Uh, it to, was like Force Awakens, where it was just like it's a copy paste job, yeah, but it's bigger, yeah, to, for the park to get destroyed, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I understand what you mean. Like when I watched uh, Jurassic Park three on a rewatch recently, yeah, I was thinking they could have just had Jurassic World Dominion take off the world, add park. And they could have just had the... Uh, I know it's everyone's least favourite bit of The Lost World is when the dinosaurs are... Well, the, the T-Rex is in San Diego. Yeah, a whale's vagina. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> fantastic Anchorman reference there, man. That was very quick, I like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, so the... You know, the, the, the groundwork, like you said, was there for it to not just be a rehash, the next movie, yeah. whatever it be, after three. Um, but it could have led to uh, a scenario that was like Fallen Kingdom, yeah. where the world is like trying to trying to get their heads yeah. around. Civilization is trying to like deal with like having dinosaurs, which is a is a good concept if done extremely well yeah but this film is the other side of the spectrum where it's done really poorly yeah with characters who are um like we just mentioned who are just like they're like caricatures or cartoons you know like they're written badly like yes he's an ex-navy seal and he's in love with a uh, philosopher yeah you know it sounds like something like you know, the next iteration yeah. of like the Flintstones and like um, the Jetsons and then like, oh, there's a there's a man from today who's in love with a dinosaur. Yeah. It's like cartoony shit. And but you're like, this is a real movie and it made like a billion dollars. It's fucking mental. I know. So yeah, the idea is always interesting because there's loads of good ideas out there and there's yeah. loads of good ideas that you can do with Jurassic Park. Yeah. They decided to do none of them. Yeah. 
They decided to do none of them well. Yeah. Just put it that way. It's weird that, you know, they... I mean, I said this in the last podcast, but they decided, you know, they... For some reason, they thought, what is considered by many to be the lowest point in the franchise... <laughs> well, the second lowest point in the franchise after Ellen. Ellen. Um, but they've decided to take the most sort of... Um, the lowest point in the franchise, the most divisive point, the end of the Lost World, where the T-Rex is uh, let loose in the whale's vagina. And um, <laughs> and everyone hates that. I hate that. I think it spoils the film. It's a really decent, great sequel if it ended, bef- if it ends before that bit. That bit tacked on at the end yeah. really brings the film down. And it does feel tacked on, though, It's doesn't such it? a shame. Um so they thought, oh, I know, here's a great idea for a for a movie or a franchise. Let's take that sequence from The Lost World that nobody liked and thought was really out of place and rubbish and turn a whole, like, turn it into a whole concept. Mm. I, I mean, and, you know, people, I don't know, people like, people like that idea. People thought, it, I don't like that idea. Right. I think what makes Jurassic Park... Uh, well, Jurassic Park and The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, what I really think makes them work is the fact that it's a small group of people mm. stuck in, yeah. in a place, I, I, an island. Isolation with Isolated. no safety. Right. With, and, the, and they're in the dinosaur's habitat. And the thing about these films is they're survival films. They're, they're sort of... They're... They're... they're well, no, they're not B movies, but they're A movie creature features. Yes, yes, yes. But they're mainly survival films. They're not. Whereas these Jurassic World films, they're just sort of, you know, mind-numbingly sort of stupid action set piece. They're action adventures now, right? Yeah. They're Mission Impossible films with dinosaurs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Or, let's, let's not drag Mission. No, so, well, no. I'm saying that they're they're copying Mission Impossible. Look, Miss, Mission Impossible is is on the up. Mission, but listen, whereas, listen. I love the Mission Impossible franchise. World is on the down. The, the Mission Impossible franchise just get better and better with every film. It's, um, it's like the it's the exception to the rule where sequels don't really work. It is. It's it really the, is. It's the complete opposite. Um, we'll get to that. But the I, I completely uh, agree. Where uh, the one of the best aspects about it is um, is the you're so far from safety. Yeah. Uh, on an island, you're in their you're in yeah, their habitat, exactly. especially in two and three. It's like you're in their world now. Yeah, the, their Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh. Cue the music. So no. Uh, so uh, yeah, the, the, that's you know part of many other factors that make Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park Three nice, brilliant to good movies. Yeah. So you know it's taking them out of it. As much as I have said, like, oh, it could be, it could be good if done well. If it's even just slightly off of great, yeah. it's shit. Yeah. So it's it goes from like a, a concept which, like, if done expertly, is fantastic. To like, it's just too uh, similar to other things like yeah. Godzilla or like King yeah. Kong or yeah. like, like say creature features where they're like, oh, it's. It's a giant creature in in our civilization. How will we cope? Yeah, and it's just like, well, the answer is we would just we would just like like a like Maverick would just have an F fifteen and yeah. just fucking 
cruise missile the shit out of a T-Rex yeah. and that would be it. Like, there'd yeah. be no... It doesn't matter about the collateral damage. Yeah. Like, honestly, if it, one hit, it'd be dead because it's a fucking fleshy monster and it's a yeah. you know, million-pound missile. That, that, that would be the answer. Like, as soon as... Soon as someone phones in to the National Guard, oh, uh, there's a, there's a dinosaur, like and with evidence, there's a dinosaur on like American soil. Yeah, that's it. Like, bom- bom- they'd be bombing the shit out of it. Yeah, they'd be like, get get it to somewhere where there's like less civilians. Just we'll drop something on it, yeah. and it will die. Like that's it. Like it'll be a shit movie, but that's just realistically. Yes. I know it sounds really shit. Like I'm saying, realistically, if a dinosaur was loose in America, yeah, but the answer would be they would shoot it to shit, 100%. and, it, and it, the movie would just be over. There'd yeah, we know characters like trying to save the day. Yeah, they would. There'd just be an explosion, and it'd be dead. yeah. But the, the, the thing about this move, the thing about this film though, is right. Is the whole concept of this film, the whole. Um, sort of uh, philosophical narrative is mm. oh you know ha- can we live in a world can man and oh, sorry um, humans uh, human beings <laughs> <laughs> so, oh sorry what's that officer sorry the woke police uh, have just yeah. uh, uh, sorry sorry officer uh, yeah, non-gender the- specific <laughs> um, uh, uh, being uh, of ape, ape descent Homo sapiens, yeah. Yeah, um, go. God's sake, Harry, and dinosaurs <laughs> live together. Get their names right. Um, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, so um, you know that's the whole thing, right? And then, the, and then you know the, the, the filmmakers and the Colin Trevorrow, whatever, and um, they've all said, "Oh, this is the, what we. This is the film we wanted to make. Dinosaurs in the world, right?" Um, but we don't even fucking get that. Like, we don't even get that. that the, the dinosaurs, in, they're not, this film isn't even about dinosaurs. The main two plots of this film are the, the locust plague and, um, you know, clone girl, like, sort of discovering, like, who she is or whatever. Yeah. There's like, a, it's like, well, there's like a, there's like a espionage kidnap plot, side plot. Where, um, you know, Captain America, yep. Chris Pratt, who, you know, is like a super soldier, whatever, Wolverine, and Bryce Salis Howard, who now has gone from um, Up- uptight, uptight uh, uh, businesswoman yep. um, in the first film to like, you know, um, random sort of um, conservationist. Um, eco warrior in literally, the second film, literally Buzzfeed eco warrior. Now in the third film, she's also just some like really tough action chick who does like born stunts. I mean, at one point she literally does a, a, a move that straight out. Of, they've literally copied. She yeah, does that yeah. shot where she's running along the roof. The camera's following her tracking shot, yeah. and she jumps off the roof through a window. Through a window as yeah. the camera follows. That's literally the same fucking shot as in the one where Tom Cruise broke his his leg. Iconic in Iconic the Bourne mission. films. Well, no, in the Mission Possible. Oh, it's in Bourne. Yeah, Sorry, it's, in it's in the Bourne, yeah. the second one, is it? Sorry, yeah, they did it, Bourne, Bourne did it first yeah. and then they yeah. ripped off Mission Possible yeah. and then and then now they're doing it and, oh, anyway, my point is... I love that shot from the Bourne series but as soon as they did it in this... It felt like I was watching a parody film. Yeah. It was like I was watching Hot Shots Part yeah. 3. But yeah, it's like about it dinosaurs. Um, so, um, I couldn't think of any other parody. Yeah, movie. but this, the, you know what I mean? So, 
the dinosaur, the dinosaurs in this film. There's yeah, there's so many dinosaurs. There's so many CGI fucking dinosaurs. Most of them we've never seen before, haven't heard of. Oh great, here comes fucking you know feather on his head with long claws, Asaurus. Oh oh no, it's it's this one with a big horn on his head. Like oh, we've never fucking heard of that one before because we all grew up with. In the nineties, when when we had like a sort of there was like a not as many dinosaurs have been discovered mm. back then, so we knew your basic dinosaurs, right? Yep. Your Tyrannosaurus, your Triceratops, your Stegosaurus, basically all the Power Rangers, <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> now there's all these other dinosaurs that archaeologists have yeah. discovered that we don't know anyway. But the dinosaurs in this film, they're not even they're not the. the they're not even like the main plot isn't even about them. Mm. They're just they're they're just plot devices. They're just there to create cool action sequences, you know? Like the whole where is it they go? Fucking Cairo or Marrakesh or Morocco, somewhere. Yeah. They go on some sort of international spy mission yeah. to ju- not even to just to find out where the clone girl's been kidnapped. And they're there and they meet like um the the pilot lady, can't remember her name. She's she's a lady who has a plane and she's a pilot. That's she her, thinks she's in the fucking forties. That's her character arc. It's like it's like it's and then they meet her and the, the, there's this like dinosaur she, black market. It's like yeah, something yeah. out of Jumanji. It's like a spoo oh. like a level in Jumanji or yeah. something. And they go there and then there's this whole stupid act, uh, fucking scene. I mean, I th- I remember. I think Sam said it was his favorite scene in the film. Of course, he said that. It's because it was um, the Fast and the Furious with rats. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. Like they they go this, they, then it's like some like shady woman there we never see again. She's like, oh oh, hey you guys from the CIA, think you can catch me? Think again. And then she like presses a button and the raptors come out. And of course, and another thing as well, what was the dumbest? One of the dumbest fucking things from Fallen Kingdom was the fact that they had this gun, right? The that laser You gun. point a laser at someone and you pull the trigger on this gun and then the dinosaur attacks them. What? I mean, all right. Or you could just shoot them with said gun. <laughs> but fair enough, whatever. The dumbest... And they've taken that and they've... Mm. they've Rather than being like, right, maybe we should just bury this under the carpet, yeah, and just pretend that that was a thing in that film. We're not going to bring that back in. Mm. We're going to be... We're going to take a more realistic more approaching this film no 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 this time she's just got like a clicker just doubles down <laughs> she just points the laser literally a pointer it's like yeah. one of those laser pens you had in school just points the laser at someone and then the the velociraptors just just automatically know yeah. that that's the person they've got to attack because i guess they've got some chip built into their head or some bullshit that it's so <laughs> wank and and th- and that is just an excuse for this for the shitty lazy uh, filmmakers or writers of this film to have an excuse to then have the raptors chase just Owen yeah. while he rides a motorbike yeah. through the city of uh, Morocco, wherever, the, yeah. wherever they are. Honestly, uh, better directors, better producers would have buried that concept it's with so one dumb. one clever line. You know, you've seen it before in... in uh, movies where they take maybe like a little just a little like comment you know one of the ones i i think is like really cheesy and i kind of like only because of just like the i just the pure disdain i have for the film is uh in x-men apocalypse where um 
where Jean says uh, when they come out of the cinema in the mall, uh, they come out of Re- uh, Return of the Jedi, and she's like, third one's always the worst. And I'm just like, just a nice little dig at Last yeah. Stand. A little bit of a retcon because, you know, obviously everything that's happened before, they've buried the worst yeah. bit of the franchise. Yeah. You know, ironic well, as that, that is the third installment of the new films yes, as well. Yes, and he's also pretty bad. Yeah. But, uh, you know, g- people who have a little bit of like um, self awareness mm. would be like, right, we, we created a gun that laser points to someone. Yeah. But when you actually pull a trigger, they don't die. You literally send an animal after that person. Yeah. It is the, it is, I'd say top 20 or top 10 most bullshit things I've seen in a Hollywood film. Yeah. I mean, like a, a tier Hollywood film, like B yeah. movies are their own yeah. thing. Uh, but in terms of like a Hollywood film, that's like, we've got an idea. It's really terrible. Yeah. Instead of being like, let's distance ourselves from what people were yeah. like, that's ridiculous. They doubled down and they brought it back worse. They brought it back worse. And They're it's like, just hey, like, did what? you did you catch that Austin Powers movie, you know, where Dr. Evil says he wishes he could have sharks with freaking laser beams? We should put that in the movie. Yeah, we should put that in the movie. We should put that in a Jurassic Park movie only with velociraptors. Oh, my God. Somebody signed off on that. <laughs> I can probably idea. tell you. I can probably tell you who signed off on it. But the... Um... Yeah, it's 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 crazy um, that that's that's like one of the the biggest action scenes in the film. Yeah, and it's on one of the concepts that is one of the worst out yeah. of six films. And it's just yeah, I mean, I I, I I really I don't enjoy any of that. No, you know, I don't enjoy, I don't because I tell I tell you for why because I'm not an idiot, and these Jurassic World films they treat their their audience, their viewers, like like we're idiots. They think we're just dumb, sort of, you know, just... <laughs> well, they think we're just a bunch of fucking idiots who... Um, Whatever you plaster up on that yeah, screen. Yeah, we'll is... just... Think because... And, and if you like these movies, you're an idiot. So I'm calling you out. Um, these movies are fucking dumb. And you're dumb for liking them because they are just dumb. It's just all... You know, like, all these set pieces, these random action scenes that are so fucking um, over-the-top and pointless and just, oh, it, it's insulting. It's 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 insulting to my intelligence. It's insulting to the, to, to the, the, the previous films. I mean, God, the fucking... Even the Spinosaurus with the ringing telephone stuck in its throat in Jurassic Park 3 seems... That intellectual compared yeah. to the dumbness of these he fucking films. He ate someone who was holding a mobile phone. Yeah. Why wouldn't it ring? Yeah. Like, I mean, as some it is as it is, it makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of Jurassic Park 3, right? Yeah. Um, just to defend it a bit more, because it's considered the worst in the franchise, I think that's so unfair compared to these these garbage films. Because at least in that film, there, there, are, there are moments in that film mm. that are really, really good. You know, like that. I know we've talked about it before, but that the whole sequence with the in in the giant, uh, the big in the cage, cage with, with the pterodactyl. Yeah. Excuse me. That's one of the best sequences in 
in Jurassic in Park. any Jurassic Park film. It's such a cool and interestingly that bit, that whole sequence was written storyboarded for the first film. Lovely, right? Because I mean, the enclosure looks like something they'd have at a theme park. at Isla Nublar. So. Yeah, exactly. But still, that was such a good bit in the film, and there's a lot of bits in that film that are good. You know, there, there's some, there's some good, there's some good scenes. But it, it's just um, anyway. But the, the, whereas in these, in this film particularly, it's just, it's just. I don't know. It's just every scene is just like a tacked on action film, action scene that didn't need to happen, that they've just done for the sake of it because they thought it would look cool. They thought they'd they'd sell some merchandise, some product placement or whatever. So ironic that they they want to sell... I know Jurassic Park sold a lot of merch, as in the film itself. Yeah. But one of its criticisms, especially in the book, is like it's about capitalism and yeah. it's about, uh, you know taking something so natural and making it so corporate. Yeah. And the irony between Jurassic Park 3 and uh, Jurassic World was completely lost, mm. where so much time had passed that I feel like the Universal were like, well, the message is gone. Like, the message of like the original yeah. two and a half to three films yeah. is gone. And the audience who enjoyed it because they were like well yes it is a good film like even if you're watching it as a child for the dinosaur action or if you're watching it for the drama as like an adult or you know looking at it as an overarching commentary on certain uh, areas i feel like all of that was between three and world universal made sure that everyone forgot about it mm. And then they were just like, oh, look, look at this like brightly coloured movie that's coming out. Great yeah. saturation. Chris Pratt, he's quite popular now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they basically, yeah, they didn't heed their own warning. Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking their warning about cloning dinosaurs. I mean, like by making something so uh, just vapid uh, and trying to just make money out of it. And I'm yeah. just like, well, Universal didn't make Jurassic Park... I mean, obviously, they knew it would probably make a lot of money. Steven Spielberg and Dinosaurs is going to make a lot of money. But even Steven Spielberg was like, there is a message behind this. Maybe not as big as the message in the book, yeah. but it, there's still something there. Yeah. Whereas all of these have... There's no message. What is the message? Um, oh, what we, we have to learn to live with dinosaurs. Buy a T-shirt with Jurassic Park or Jurassic yeah. World on it. Money. Um, uh, I, I mean, that's uh, the message. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we both wearing dress part t-shirts. But... Yeah, no, the message is uh, money. The first one yeah. is message is money yeah. uh, because it made a billion dollars yeah. out of basically throwing the bare minimum. At yeah, you. and also in Jurassic World, that they, they, they say the reason they've created the, the that stupid fucking Indominus Rex for uh, money is is because the park isn't isn't doing as well financially, so they they've had to like create this clone dinosaur thing to try and sell to make more money right and then obviously it's like it all goes tits up it escapes it causes havoc the park closes down whatever that's the message maybe it is the message so but a bad one but like, then but, but they keep that, on making the films yeah and they get progressively they get like worse yeah um so they didn't even they didn't heed their own message from jurassic park let alone let alone their own message from two movies prior yeah but I, you know, it, it, yeah. It, the, by, by this film, though, the, I mean, I don't. The 
the message, whatever the message was, which I still don't know what it re- really is. Is it about corporate greed? Is it about conservation? Is it about the right to live, like life? Who fucking knows? Because by this film, um, it all of that. There's 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 seventeen plots going on all at once. None of them have anything to do with dinosaurs. The main one is about these locusts, and this. Oh my god! The locust subplot is so. I mean. The thing about as well, and this is another thing that I found very um, uh, egregious about these films, these three films, is um, is and and it's it's so much more prevalent in this film, in this film particularly, is that what there has to be like there's like a there's like a baddie, yeah, with like a a sort of Doctor Evil plot going on, yeah, like. When did these films become a, like a, a fucking like um, you know save the world um, action hero versus villain yeah. thing? That you know the Jurassic the original trilogy like sure it has antagonistic characters yes yeah, yeah. who have sort of questionable motives but it doesn't yeah. you know there's not like I don't know, but they're just they're just like even the the characters in those films they're just like they're just even the ones that are unlikable they're just sort of dicks really they're yeah. not like um, but these new Jurassic World films it's like oh we have to have a villain yeah with 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 a with a with a plot with a scheme and they have to get their comeuppance at the end. Another video that I saw recently on YouTube was that. Uh, even in the uh, previous three, in the in the original trilogy, yeah. Like, to your point, um, yeah. the people who you'd be uh, who you'd be saying are the most antagonistic, bar the uh, bar the guy who is the uh, the head of Ingen when. Uh, Hammond relinquishes his uh, staff. right. Yeah, his nephew in yeah, the Lost he, World. He, yeah. There's no other real bad guy, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, even like Roland. Uh, Roland's not a bad guy. He's not a bad he's, guy. He's a hunter. He's 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 on the he's on the the InGen team, but yeah. he's not. He's not a villain. No, that's that's what I'm saying. He's not like a. <laughs> this is what they were what they were outlining. So that yeah. there is there's a lot more morally grey in the uh, the first three. Yeah, because even Hammond with you know good. I was just going to say that in Jurassic Park, really the villain, if you have to have a villain, yeah. is John Hammond. If you have to have a human villain, right? It's Hammond. And but 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 he has a character arc by where the end of the film. He's, yeah. you know, when Alan Grant says to him, he says, uh, Mr. Hammond, after careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park. He goes, so have I. Yeah. So he sort of learns great, his lesson. Great lines that you'll, you'll be remiss to thinking that in this trilogy, this current trilogy, they, they couldn't have a line like that if their life depended on No, I on know. It. Well, they, they, I know. And they're, because that line is, like it's not like or it's not like uh, life will find a way more iconic Th- that one is just like a little bit tongue- a little bit tongue in cheek but a little bit like look what you've done yeah. you know like this is this is not this is not right and he's just like i know whereas everything else in this trilogy from world onwards is just so fucking forgettable and there's no, there's no like um, clever. There's no clever writing. 
There's no writing where you're you're thinking, oh, I, I see what they did there. And to your point with villains, yeah. In stark contrast to the last, uh, to the original trilogy, let's just put it that way. Yeah. In Star Wars terms, but in this sequel trilogy, there's um, the the guy. Is it is it Romani who is in the first one? I thought, I don't oh, think that's uh, what um, Kingpin. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, not uh, not Vincent D'Onofrio. No, um, sorry. The the, oh, the yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. runs the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um, he is basically the, until yeah, he meets then, his demise. Yeah, and then the army guy. And then the second film, you've got um, Rafe Spall, <laughs> the other star of Life of Pi. Yeah, as, I know, as right? a yeah. villain. Yeah. So um, and then yeah. who straight up like yeah. murders yeah, yeah. And Benjamin then, Lockwood. Yeah, and then so, so uh, it's even, like, now I control the dinosaurs. Maniacal laugh, but and... then he gets his comeuppance, obviously. And, and then, then in this film, you've got like, um, uh, what is it, Tim? Tim Cook. Tim Cook from Apple. Yeah, couldn't make him any more like the current CEO of Apple. I know, and he's so, and he's like, oh, he's. I mean, he's he's got like a, a an island layer. Mm. Um, welcome to my island layer. The the headquarters of the company looks exactly like the Apple headquarters. It's like a it's like a, a massive. Circle. I know it's so on the nose. It's stupid. Yeah. Right. And and it's and and he's got this like evil scheme to he unleashes a bunch of I don't know what are they clo- are they dinosaur locusts or they clone locusts or they just they're just big locusts genetically just... engineered locusts. Yeah, yeah. So nothing to do with dinosaurs. No. Out in the world to eat up all the crops so that Biogen yeah. can provide the crops for America. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have the cure. They it's have the straight cure. out of a fucking Austin Powers plot. I it mean, is, or, 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 you know, a cheesy Bond film from the 70s. I mean, what the fucking fuck? And that is the, that's the thing that the legacy characters, they're known, I fucking hate that phrase. Um, <laughs> They're, the the original be- the better characters, um, they're that's that's the thing they're investigating. So you know, Super Soldier and um, you know, Ginger Pubes, they're off um, trying to find <laughs> trying to find Clone Lady, right? And um, uh, Clone Girl, whatever. They're, so they're off doing the the Mission Impossible kidnap plot thing. Meanwhile. Poor old Laura Dern and Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. They're caught up in this, in investigating these genetically engineered locusts plot. This sort of B-movie, this weird B-movie. It's like mm. someone said, oh, you know, um, the, the, the cast of Jurassic Park uh, star in this B-movie, you know, yeah, called right, yeah, yeah. Locust. Yeah. Or something, you know, where the... I mean, it sounds like a cheesy B-movie. The villain's like, as like Tim Cook... There's it's, a plague of locusts. It's so thinly veiled that it feels B movie. You know, like it's so like there's no there was no effort really put mm. into the ins and outs of it. Uh and they were just like, Well, who's the villain? It's like, well, you know, Silicon Valley these days, you know, well, you know Yeah, uh, Mark Zuckerberg these days, you know, and it's just like but fucking why does it have hell, to be like, a villain. Yeah. The Jurassic Park films are survival films yeah. about about the dinosaurs they're not action adventures that, that, that need a bad guy yeah uh, you know an, an antagonist who will get his comeuppance at the end um and i mean you know 
I mean, if there's... I'll tell you what, the, the scenes I liked from this movie as well were were so short and inconsequential to the plot that they, they were... They, I, I like this... <sighs> the scene where um, Claire inexplicably gets ejected from the plane because it's about to crash. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. of course, it's going to crash because they need to get from A to B. Yeah. How else are they going to get there other than crashing? Yeah, I know, They can't right? just not smoothly land. They have to have a, a crash scene, which we know they're going to survive, and lo and behold... They crash and they're both completely fine. Yeah, yeah. Because they're both genetically engineered super soldiers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the, so they eject Claire for some reason because Chris Pratt's like, because they even though she sat in the back, the pilot's like, oh yeah, there's only one ejector seat and it's hers, and they're like, oh Chris Pratt's like, you have to eject. She's like, why? She's like, because you're the only one who can find Maisie, and it's what? like. Aren't you ex-Navy SEALs? <laughs> and don't you have a, a super con- telekinetic power where you can control dinosaurs with the power of your palm? Yeah. So why the didn't fuck... You, <laughs> didn't you hunt down Osama Bin Laden? <laughs> um, Chris Pat was in Zero Dark Thirty, if you don't get Oh, reference. okay, so that was a good... Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Aren't you the only human being capable of holding the... Uh, the that, what's that stone? Triceratops. The, 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 what's that magical stone? From uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, the is it? I guess it's just like the Power Stone. The Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Stone. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but what whatever they eject Claire because you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, because they need some sexual tension between. Because they need to crash so that they can have a fight with the dinosaur yeah. Yeah. and be all cool, yeah. and she will just get in the way. So they eject her <laughs> into the fucking jungle. Yeah. yeah. Now, I actually quite enjoyed the scene in the jungle where. Um, it's just her on her own, and mm. there's a dinosaur there, another random fucking dinosaur. Because it felt more like the old movie. Exactly. And she has to, using her wits, she, she like, very slowly crawls towards this, like, gross-looking swamp, and she, and she swims into the swamp mm. as the dinosaur is slowly approaching her, and then she just sort of slowly goes under the surface of the water. Isn't it because the dinosaur's blind? Is the dinosaur blind? Well, it's, it's a herbivore, isn't it? But either for some that, reason, it's hunting her. Either that, or because she's she remembers like all their visions based on. But maybe yeah. So she goes into the water, and the and the, it's like hovering over the surface of the water. And she's under the water, holding her breath, thinking like, yeah. "I'm going to run out of air soon." I quite I liked that See, scene. That shot where Bryce Dallas Howard is going under the water, I feel like is like one of the most memorable shots slash scenes of that movie yeah. and encompassing all three yeah Jurassic and World. then the other bit i like was again literally with her where she's she gets to like the i don't know the command center whatever mm. and the 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 you know the, the yes yeah, 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 yeah. are there what well, i don't know what they're called the spitting Spitters? dinosaurs yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones that killed newman yes yeah um <laughs> The and, actual uh, character Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Newman. And uh, hello, Spitter. Uh, yeah, um, and they're there. That was a good scene. Yeah. Although, you know, why are they there? Although, what? And then, and then Chris Pratt just inexplicably appears out of nowhere and just fucking like, like fucking grabs one by the neck and like holds it, like just takes it down single-handedly because you know, of course, because he's a Terminator. Smashes it with his vibranium um, shield. Yeah. And uh, and then after the uh, 
they all meet up or whatever. And then there's a bit with, oh, there's a bit with the Gigantosaurus because, oh, and then there's another thing. I, and this, to be fair, this trend started with Jurassic Part 3, but they, they keep introducing these new dinosaurs that are supposed to be bigger and badder than the T-Rex. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. We like stop it, trying to replace the T Rex yeah. with these new dinosaurs that aren't as cool, and uh, and no one gives a shit about these new dinosaurs. These these dinosaurs are a um, are like a metaphor for the films themselves. Getting trying to get bigger and better with worse CGI. Yeah, and honestly, I so I said this. I don't know. Um, I think I put it on our our two wheels Twitter actually where. I said that um, the the quicker that you see the quote from whoever gives it gives a certain film a uh, a good rating or a good uh, you know sentence that they throw up in the trailer, the quicker that that comes up on screen, the shit of the film. Yeah. Complete opposite with dinosaurs in Jurassic Park films. The more dinosaur you see, the shit of the film. Yeah. And this one was fucking it was they were they were everywhere. Yeah. For uh a uh, something that's just turned into a plot device, like yeah. you said. For something that is supposed to be the main thing. Yeah. That is now the secondary thing. Yeah. I shouldn't be seeing it. I, I shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like every other scene. Yeah, features loads of shots of dinosaurs with absolutely zero tension, without any th- real threat of danger. Yes, you know, for and these these films, you're like, I see so many dinosaurs that I'm just like, they're not a threat because yeah. no one fucking dies. Yeah, that's another great point you've touched on. Um... And this was another gripe I had was, um, yeah, there's no tension in these films because no one is at risk. You know, I mean, I I honestly, I knew going into this film, I knew that none of them were going to die. I really had a strong feeling that was going to happen. And sure enough, they didn't. And it's like, well, where's the peril? I mean, in the first Jurassic Park film, I mean, there's, you know, there's how many there's there's like eight adults there's sort of eight main adult characters not including tim and lexi Mm, and out of the four of them get killed (laughs) right yeah so you know and and it's quite gruesome like you see samuel jackson's arm yeah you know you see the one of the raptors you latch its like head onto mold its face onto muldoon's head yeah um you know, you see uh, in Lost World, when people get killed, you see, like, blood, like, trickling through in the river. I mean, but, you know, it's like, you know, and even in the Lost World, it's like, you know, one of the, one of the, the quote, good characters, Eddie, yeah. Yeah. gets gets killed in quite a spectacular way. Yeah. Um. So, but in this film, I, I mean, you know, I never thought they were in any peril. I mean, the only uh, the only bit I thought that maybe something might happen was when um, there's one point where I think Ian recreated uh, the scene from the first film where he's like uh, he's got like a stick with that's on fire and he's like waving it to get the yeah, d- yeah, yeah. the the, gigant- the the attention of the dinosaur to distract it yeah 
And I don't for some reason and I thought I thought watching it then I thought, Oh, they killed off Ian Malcolm now. Mm. That would be so like Dramat- it would be dramatic. Drawn, yeah. That would be quite epic. Um but um and I don't know, I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I mean, you know, would would I be sitting here slating it if they had? Or would I be like, that was brilliant? But I mean, now I think it would have been brilliant. Yeah. Um, but obviously he's fine. All of them are fine. <laughs> even the, even the, they introduced like through two new characters. So there's already six of them. Yeah. You know, there's already um, Alan, Ellie and Ian, um, you know, super soldier um, uh, Super Soldier, Chris Pratt, and um, Bryce Dallas Howard, Clone Girl. There's already six of them. Then there's two new characters: Pilot Lady, yeah, and um, Pilot Lady from the 1930s. Yeah, Pilot Lady from The Mummy Returns. Yeah, yeah. and um, and I don't know, Tech Guy, like Ian Malcolm's sidekick oh yeah yeah from uh, so there's eight of them he works at apple yeah and also like um you know henry bd wong's there henry Wu. he's like a good guy now because he's grown his hair yeah yeah. so he's suddenly like oh actually even though i was a complete asshole in the last two films now i've actually i've changed my mind even though i've done evil things i'm a good guy now so he survived so nine of them nine of them all survive even though there's so much more action and so much more stupid fucking CGI dinosaurs attacking them all the time and all this crazy stuff happening to them, yet they all survive. They're all fine at the end. There's no peril. There's no danger. There's no... And this is the thing I said with 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 movies nowadays as well is they they raise the stakes yeah. to astronomical heights, to stupid heights. You know, they raise the stakes from... A small group of people trying to survive on a small island. Mm. They've raised the stakes to the whole world is at, is at stake. If they don't stop these locusts, it's the end of the world. This is a this is like save the world shit. So they've raised the stakes to a thousand, but really, um, the the peril is 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 completely zero surface level. Yeah, yeah. because it's you know they've shifted it upwards. They've You've got this. Uh, you've got this dynamic where it's like the peril is medium. Mm. And, sorry, the 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 danger is medium, and the uh, likelihood of uh, death is like medium to 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 high. Yeah, you know, like this. Yeah. there's a real possibility. They've yeah. just shifted that dynamic all the way up, where like the peril is so high, it's like, but don't worry about any of your favorite characters. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, the thing is, I, I, you know, and people would say, well, okay, well, you know, what's, um, what's the solution then? Who, who, you know, who, who could have died? Who could have got killed? You, you know, you wouldn't have been happy if you wouldn't have been happy if they killed off Alan Grant or they killed off Ian Malcolm or whatever. Uh... Because, but, and you know, people say, well, you know, you people weren't happy when they killed off Han Solo in the force awakens but I, I don't think i don't them killing off han didn't bother me it was the way he died that yeah, bothered yeah, me. yeah you know it's the fact that that luke and leia weren't there and it, it was such a it was a shit death yeah that's what bothered me but I, but you know i mean uh, it's you know i don't know i mean it, they knew it was the last film in the franchise so 
you know, I don't, like maybe Chris Pratt could have heroically sacrificed himself at the end to mm. save them. Or... Um, I reckon Claire should have died. Claire, maybe Claire. Or or Alan. I mean, fucking hell. Paul or both. Sam Neill had absolutely nothing to do in that film. I he know. literally did nothing. He was just there to sort of look confused and be like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, what? Huh? Like, he just... Um, I mean, honestly, could have not been in the film. I mean, Ellie had a sort of uh, role to play in, in the Locust subplot. And Ian play with was the... working for Biogen for some reason. Yeah. So they infiltrate they... them, apparently. Yeah. But, but even though that other character, his sidekick, hmm. was basically doing the same thing. So, like... They just had two people for the same yeah, role. Yeah, the same right? role. So they didn't even... They didn't need, really... They didn't need any of them. One more thing that I thought was just... I I just... I was cringing so hard when they did it. Yeah. Was the shot uh, from the original movie with Laura Dern. Where, oh, yeah. Where she is in the Jeep and Alan is telling her to look at the... To, to look... At obviously, it turns out they clone dinosaurs. In the first movie, it's like, like mind blow. It would blow your mind, like as her reaction, you know, iconically portrays. Yeah, her, her jaw is like on the floor, and they recreate the shot, and she, what she's looking at is some eaten cornfields. Yeah, some. <laughs> Some CGI locusts. Some CGI cornfields that have no corn in them. Yeah. They've been like turned... I'm just, I like, just... She takes the sunglasses off and in the same iconic way. Oh my God. I was just like, what have you done to this film? Mm. It's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. They... I feel like it's one of the... One of the worst uh, ways of trying to recreate a moment. And they... Hollywood has done it a lot in the last, you know, 14, 15 years. Mm. When I saw that, I was, I was thinking we've reached, we've reached just below, just above the bottom Mm. of the the barrel. Mm. And because it's like, it's an iconic moment and you shouldn't try and recreate it anyway. Yeah. But to do it for just like, oh my God, like these locusts have like eaten all this field, right? I I feel like even if someone really was dealing with that situation in real life, they'd be like, shit. They'd be like, shit. Like we need to... But the reaction would not be as dramatic. Yeah. And it's just so out of place and so such a little you're trying to nod to the to the original and yeah. it's just like in the worst possible way yeah well there's a lot of dumb decisions this film yeah, and well, that's yeah that was kind of t- top four i think yeah i mean another thing they did which was much more subtle mm. than have you noticed but there's one scene where they wear the same costumes that they had in the first film do they so oh she's wearing like a pink shirt tied up oh really and uh is that when they're in like the mines or something no, it's when they first it's when they first land in in oh, a, a okay, yeah. oh, okay. and and um, Ian's wearing the leather jacket and oh. and Alan's got a blue shirt on and then the hat, so it's like oh they're even wearing the same clothes. Do you remember when they wore those clothes in the first film? So that happened, right. uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so subtle that no one cared. 
Oh really? god, it's this film's so fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and I don't know. It's just so many things that, like, and also like, why did they make Lewis Dodson the the main villain? Dodson, Dodson. We've got Dodson here. Nobody he was, cares. He was just a lackey. Nobody he was, cares. He was just a. Yeah, nobody cared about Dodson. Newman said nobody cared. No one cares, and we still don't. All these years later. Yeah. Thirty you know years later. Dodson was the main villain in The Lost World. In the book, right? Oh. Okay. But that's not explained in no. the movies. That's no. not fleshed out. He's just he just turns up in this film and he's Tim Cook. So I mean that's dumb. And also he has it when he's like um leaving the office, he has the can. Right? How the fuck did he get the can? Where was how, how? When did that happen? Newman lost the can. Yeah. In in the river of sludge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So how did how did he get the can? Well, I mean, I'd like to have seen a a, a prologue where it shows them like flying the helicopter and use a nublar and they're yeah. like looking around. It's like we found it, we found it, and then there's the can. That should have been your opening scene. Why did even have? Why does he have it anyway? Like. Don't they say that they they've only got a certain amount of time in in the in the can, you know, before they go the DNA goes like dud or whatever. But they don't care, so it doesn't so matter. So he's got the can, and then he goes on like some sort of space shuttle thing and gets gets killed off by spoilers. Goes, by the way, you've got to say this at the start of the podcast. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> he gets on a fucking hyperloop. Gets killed by the. Of course, he gets killed by the the spitters. Oh my god! Even though they were like out in the jungle, they've somehow found their way into the tunnels, and they've somehow decided to congregate around this pod, just because Lewis Dodson's there, just because he had a scene with Newman in the first film who got killed by them. Yeah. So that's... They're trying They're trying so hard to connect it. Also... That's how, that's how they knew. The spitters, the... That's how they... They knew. They were like, oh, this guy, this guy... Don't tell me they're the same ones. That fat guy who we killed in the first film, he must knew this guy. He knew him. So we're going to kill him as well. Yeah. Also... um. The I know this is, this sounds really pedantic, but I have to say it because when I was watching it, it, it was in it was in my mind. Yeah, was um the the train that the thing that they get. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, is a hyperloop. Yeah, uh, it's the same one that um, Blofeld has in You Only Live Twice, where Bond's <laughs> travelling through the volcano layer. Yeah, yeah. But the in uh, I say in real life, but in in. The reason why it's able to travel so fast is inside is is like a vacuum. Yeah. So right. if he was to, there's no air. Right. You know he he climbs out yeah. when it stops. There'd be no air. He'd die. Oh right, I did not know that. And these yeah. dinosaurs would not be able to be in there. Definitely not. No, because that's how it it travels so fast. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it stopped. I better yeah. climb out. He he don't. A he wouldn't be able to open a door. They they wouldn't. They just that wouldn't happen. But the uh, yeah, he, if he did get out, and it was you know there'd just be no air in there. He'd just be dead. Also, um, it's all bullshit. Uh, you know the Fallen Kingdom at the end, right? Yeah. So, how many dinosaurs are in that mansion? I mean, in terms of how big the mansion is, surely you'd only be able to fit about five. I was going to say, but don't they say there's like forty or something, right? Yeah, sure. And obviously we talked about in the previous podcast about how fucking dumb it is that 
just for the sake of the movie, so they can all fit in the basement. They're all the same size. Yeah. The Brachiosauruses, yeah. which are the size of a skyscraper, skyscraper are the same size as like a, a Stegosaurus, which is about as big as a double decker or yeah, some yeah, bus yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So they're all the same size, just so they can fit in the basement. Just taking them to scene where Maisie's like, they're real like me. And then she presses a button and they all escape. You've, you're a murderer, you clone baby bitch. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's not a clone, apparently. She's, she's, oh, what? this is another retroactive retcon. So, what? I don't know if you remember, but they even, so the retroactive retcon in Fallen Kingdom was so, like, severe that we named, uh, yeah, we named retroactive retconning James Cromwelling yes, after yeah, this. Yes, yeah. But in this film, they they retconned the retcon because it turns out that it was actually her mother who was the genius behind Jurassic Park. Yep. She was working with John Hammond and Benjamin Lockwood, the retcon of John Hammond. She was also a main player in the thing, but she was the good one because oh. obviously because she's a woman. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> and she so she she made. A, a daughter clone of herself so that she can... I don't know. Why Why did she do it again? No idea. I've no idea, but that, she does that it. Plot, that plot is like... Is like... You've got the, the main plot. Yeah. You've got the, the B plot. Yeah. And then the, the plot, plot the plot with clone baby, yeah. not clone baby, slash James Cromwell in Inception. Yeah. I feel like that's like D E F. Oh yeah, that's Z that's not even like that's not even the top yeah. four but things anyway, of what's going on. But anyway, clone. So clone, who's not really a clone or whatever. Yeah. She she lets them out, right? Yes. At the end of the film, I mean, so they're in this mansion, right? I mean, there must be about it's in America as well. Forty of them, yeah. At least, and it's in America, the United States of America, yeah, yeah. which. Yes, it's connected to South America. Yeah. Yes, it's connected to Canada. Yep. But it's not connected to the rest to of the world. rest of the fucking world. Yeah. And yet in this film, um somehow those forty dinosaurs of varying species yeah, yeah. have um colonized the whole world. Yeah. And there's there's like mass herds of them all over. So, like, that stupid scene in the beginning where um, Owen is, like, la- lassoing four-ton fucking dinosaurs. There's a whole herd of them things. Yeah. But and it's been surely like there was like, only, like, one in the mansion. Yeah. It's been, like, it's been like what, a couple of years? There's, like, herds of tr- triceratops and stegosaurus. They're all over the world, right? That's yeah. the whole premise of this film. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. How the fuck can 40 dinosaurs... Let's assume... Let's assume... That, I, I mean, even if the, even if say let's even if twenty of these dinosaurs were uh, different species and male, and the other twenty were female, mm. and they all mated, yeah, even then there would not be no. the world would not be covered in dinosaurs. No, yeah. So how the fuck? That, that, what's going on with that? Even, How has that happened? Even if you give them the benefit of the doubt to say this, that uh, no, actually, I'm not going to because that would be stupid. But the uh, yeah, 
It's, but it's dumb. Yeah. But whatever, we're yeah. dumb. We're 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 yeah. we're the we're fucking idiots. But there's, as far as the filmmakers, but there's are hundreds of thousands of them now. They're yeah, they're literally all over the world. Um, but listen, listen, bro. We're 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 four beers in now. No. So, <laughs> but we haven't even mentioned, and this is for me. I mean, this is the saving grace <laughs> of the movie. What? So what saving? Grace? The saving grace of the movie. This right. is the thing where I was like, thank God that they. They they developed this. Right. Because this was a thing that I felt needed <laughs> needed needed some sort of you know, because there was a whole will they won't they thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that they finally moved on from I that. Mean. So the start of this movie, obviously Owen's there, fuck's sake, with Claire and and uh, and Maisie. They're living in this farm in America, whatever. Obviously, Blue, as we know, the ex-wife, yeah, of Owen. Uh, very awkward, as we established in the last film. <laughs> she was livid. Sign- she was livid. She saw him on the monitor getting close to to <laughs> the. <laughs> The clone raptor that was a a, a a clone of a clone or whatever, oh, and she it. weren't happy. I mean, how did she sound on the monitor when she was when she saw that? Oh, oh! <laughs> so that's what she said. So she was feeling, but then, um, so she's obviously livid. We're, we're not sure, and we're thinking, why is she so livid at this point? Why is she? She's literally stopping to look at a monitor and be like, you know, you did better than me, boy. I gave it like 10%. The point is, so she's there. So Blue's free at the end of that film, right? I mean, I mean, as we, as we noted in the last podcast, Owen literally says to Blue at the end of that film, come with me, right? And Blue's like, Gives him a look like I can't, no. and goes off. Yeah. In the next film, Blue's living out in the woods <laughs> behind their cabin. She, she she could have been anywhere in the whole of the fucking. Well, listen, she's obviously jealous because yeah. Claire's a... there. Obviously, Bryce Dallas Howard is hot. Keeping a close eye on. And Blue's jealous. Yeah. They've got a family unit now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's out there. Um. Blue's jealous. However, and I'm thinking, so why is Blue hanging around, right? Why is she hanging around? Of all, she's got the whole of America and South America and Canada. She's got that whole island, if you will, that whole bit of land that she can migrate around. But she decides to hang out in the woods behind their cabin. Why? Well, Well, we discover why. Yes. Because she turns up out of the blue like a crazy ex would. With a child, <laughs> so and it's like, and if it, we're all like, this is awkward. Like, if it's not awkward, I mean, it's awkward enough when Blue turns up and 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 her and Owen are like giving each other like the oh. the eye. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh god, like why can't you just get over her? Yeah. But then we the little baby yeah. blue bluette bluette yeah. blue comes out. What is it called? Yeah. Beta. Oh fucking hell! Oh, um, and they just explain, oh yeah, well you know all the dinosaurs uh, uh fucking. Um, uh, hermaphrodites or whatever they can just make babies you know mm. uh, by themselves okay whatever um, 
That shit was established in the first movie. So. That was established in the first movie. That's the only thing that I could get over. That frogs can yeah. change sex. Really, yes, yes, Whatever. Yes, yes. Um, so Blue turns up with her baby. And it's quite obvious from the get-go, I think, that, it's, that Owen is the father of... <laughs> it looks like Chris Pratt. <laughs> it's just got the jawline and the beard. <laughs> So Blue's like, Blue's like looking at him. Yeah, like, where's my looking, alimony? Looking down at the, <laughs> and looking at him, looking down at the baby. And, and Owen's like, oh God, so, it's like, Claire's like, Owen, you want to tell me something? And he looks over, he's like, he's like, I think this might be my son. Fucking hell, man. The, the fucking sexual tension between that man so, and the dinosaur. Even though Blue's not in this film that much, Blue... Yeah. Um, because you know, like with all Hollywood movies and Hollywood in general, when when a when an actress gets to a certain age, she just gets brushed aside. <laughs> um, so Blue has unfortunately yeah. been uh, been uh, yeah. It, when when playing Blue in uh, Jurassic World, uh, yeah. Blue was in her early. She 20s. was in. A, she was young. She was a young actress, but yeah. now <laughs> she's a bit older. She, they're not interested in her anymore. They're not really. They're like they, they've given her a glorified cameo, and that's the yeah. best they can offer. That's basically, yeah. Her. But her offspring, yeah, the her, the son of her and Owen, yeah. um, Millie Bobby Blue, Millie Bobby Blue takes a. Uh, Takes uh, take your shelf. Takes a um, <laughs> takes a, a prominent role, and uh, yeah. So so Owen's now. So so this is the other thing as well. So as well as trying to, because because Beta gets kidnapped, right? Yeah. So as well as trying to rescue Maisie, <laughs> Owen's also. So it's like Owen's like he's trying to rescue both his kids here because he's got his his biological son, which is Beta. <laughs> and his adopted daughter Maisie Lockwood. Yeah. Have both been kidnapped by the by the by the Russians or by the Koreans or whatever the fuck they go going <laughs> with. The... Who, who are the touched who, Treadstone? <laughs> <laughs> by fucking Treadstone. That's why Bryce Dallas Howard <laughs> has to. She does a born jump out. Born, born Dallas Howard has to <laughs> has to get. Oh, that pesky Treadstone are back yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's um, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, from uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, Julia. Uh, Julia Stars is there in like in, in a in a toilet. She's got the headphone on. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, we're spying him. Jason Bourne's in the building. Everyone, are good. Yeah, yeah. Born, born. Dallas Howard's gone that's on right. into the autobahn. Yeah, that's right. Joe you know, and Joe, you know, the, the the last shot of the film probably should have been Brad Dallas Howard just in her cabin, like, oh, you know, mucking about. She gets a phone call. What's that unknown number? He picks up the phone. Hello, and then and then you hear Matt Damon's voice. Like, this is Jason Bourne. And she's like, and then she's like, she's like, she's like, what, what do you want? And he's, and then, and then he's like, um, get some rest, Claire. You look tired. And then she looks out the window, like, and it's like, Yeah, honestly, the the parody levels of this film are just—they're just outrageous. Yes, yeah. there's no there's no cohesion. There's no uh, 
there's no in in the original trilogy there was a real there's a real horror, horror element yes where like you said it's it's gone full action adventure you know it's gone it's gone through to a genre that it should not be be in yeah because this is the result you know this is the result how do we do this oh i don't know let's just yeah let's just have the velociraptor have had a child and you're like my 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 eyes can only really roll too much uh, so much you know and uh, it's 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 very well summarized by you know <laughs> by the fact that chris pratt has to pay alimony to a velociraptor. <laughs> he's fuming about that. He's, fu- he's fucking fuming. Yeah, he's he's like fuming two grand that. a month down the hole for that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it's... Whoa, 18 it's... years. 18 years. And then Blue comes up and says it won't even his. So... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. So No, but taking it back to a... Uh, uh, serious level because we do try to keep it serious on the super serious on this podcast, podcast. Yeah. um yeah i mean look this film was a big disappointment i mean look guys um people say i mean you know i yes i know you know um i know i i said that this was i i this was weirdly weirdly my favorite film of the three but um the, the the bar's too low. Yeah, but 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 yeah. but when you have the choice of um of being uh you know splatted in the face with a pile of um cow manure or being splattered in the face with some sort of wet sloppy mud, you're gonna take the mud every time, right? Right. So my point is um people say yes this film's better than fallen kingdom it's an improvement yeah on fallen kingdom right but it's an improvement to in in the same sense as i would rather be covered in mud than covered in shit yes so whereas you know you know i'd rather you know this film is a big pile of wet sloppy mud whereas fallen kingdom was a pile of wet sloppy triceratops crap so my point is it's not it's just saying that this film's better than than the than the previous film that's not necessarily that doesn't mean this film's good Mm. it's still bad it's just it's just you know the lesser of two evils lesser of three you know in this case three evils yeah and it's just it's I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a mess. It's a, it's a mess of a film. Um, it's absolute. I mean, the filmmakers have just, I don't know what they're doing with this film. I really don't know what they're doing. I mean, they, they, you know, it's, oh god, it's just, it's just, it's just a shambles. It's, it's just a, everything was disappointing. Everything was an anticlimax. You know, like. I think it was Chris Pratt himself who described this film as the Avengers of the Jurassic uh, saga, in that all these characters come together, right? And it's like the end game. But, and yes, and to an extent, that's sort of true. But, but in the worst way possible. But the way it was executed was so flat. I mean, the <laughs> first, they meet each other and then they, they, they're just sitting around the command centre and they're just like, oh, 
um, getting coffee. Alan Grant's like, oh, you're you're Owen Grady. You train raptors, and he's like, yeah, you're Alan Grant. You you I read your book. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, uh, anyway, that, so yeah. uh, let's just carry on. It this it's felt so anticlimactic and um and yeah, and I don't know. Oh, another thing as well, I wanted to point out is that you know, um, I remember I said at the time, I really enjoyed the fact that Ian Malcolm makes a comment on the ridiculousness of the Jurassic World films, and it was when you know, like Chris Pratt says about, oh, I have to rescue, um. I have to rescue Blue's Beta, yeah. Beta because I made a promise to Blue. And then Jeff Goldblum turn, says, you made a promise to a dinosaur. I remember laughing at that at the time and I thought that was very funny. And it is, but it's the more I think about it, be, it, it makes me really annoyed yeah. because it's like, right, so you as the film, as in you as in the film, the, 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 the filmmakers, the writer, you maybe. knew that that was fucking stupid. Yeah. You knew enough to make a comment about it in your own film. And yet you've still done it. Yeah. You've still gone a hold with the whole stupid, like t- palm, you know, power palm thing where it's like, you know, the, the laser that annoys me, the laser gun pointed at, at it and a velociraptor will, go for that person. Yeah. We were saying that that is stupid and yeah. they should have buried that. Yeah. The whole hand thing is the thing that they should have buried in buried Fallen it. Kingdom. They should have buried that in the first film. Yeah. Well, you Because know, like, he was a trainer at the park, right? Yeah, yeah. So they should have... But but no, in this film, it's like... And it's not just the raptors. Every... every That were every dinosaur. And not just him. Every character now has the superpower... Yeah. Of being able to stop dinosaurs make, make eye contact with their palm. Put your hands out. So, but listen, guys. But I guess what maybe the filmmakers are trying to make a point here. So, it, you know, if you're if next if you go on safari, and you're next time you're on safari and you get out the jeep, right? Go up to a pride of lions, and if one of the lions, like the male lions or the probably the lionesses, let's be honest, if one of them gets up and starts making moves towards you, just put your palm out. Mm. And it will definitely stop it. You'll be fine. And you won't get mauled to death. No. So... Like so many other people have. So definitely, yeah. definitely try that. Because yeah, that yeah. is a thing that works. Yeah. Um. So, um, so yeah. Um. But anyway, so, uh, yeah. I, I guess ratings? Yeah, I guess rating. Okay. I guess... Uh, so, what's this going to be out of? Uh, out of five... Velociraptor child alimony payments. Nice. Or out of five shoehorned in Velociraptor updates. You know, because they... they, What they did was between Jurassic Park, the original, and today, 30 years, 29 years, 30 years, give or take, it's obviously come out that Velociraptors look a little bit different. Yeah. What they decided to do was shoehorn the updated version of what scientists believe Velociraptors look like into this movie. When he, uh, when Chris Pratt, Captain America, uh, worst dinosaur dad of the year, uh, fights with the pilot lady. Yeah. Um, for, for like no reason and I was just like 
you know, I, I say this, this off the record. Sam's favourite bit was like, or not favourite bit, he was just like, oh yeah, but they've updated the look of the Velociraptor, haven't they? Like, that's what people have been asking for. Of course, Sam. I was like, no, they fucking haven't. Like, Was that supposed to be a Velociraptor? Yeah, that's what... Oh, that's what the, the, God, I didn't know that. That's what they are that perceived is, to have yeah. actually looked like with updated technology, with updated information. Right, yeah. And they shoehorned it right in. I'm like, this doesn't take place Why in Why would world. they have that? But but these movies have established what yeah. the Velociraptors, Velociraptors look like. Yeah. Even though it might be not be scientifically accurate now, yes. this is what we established in the first film. We should yeah. just stick with that. Yep. But they shoehorned that shit right in. And I'm seeing... And I, I, this, I, I'm guaranteeing you this is not just Sam. But <laughs> people are thinking to themselves, yeah, isn't it great that they've updated what a Velociraptor looks like and put it in a Jurassic Park movie? Yeah. The answer to that is no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer yeah. to that is you're fucking wrong because yeah. this doesn't take place in our world. This takes place in the world of the film. Yeah. And this is what they look like. Yeah. And, you know, they've cloned these Velociraptors. This is what they look like in terms of the film. Yeah. Just get over it. You don't need the, the what we what people think they look like now, but scientists actually, you know, updating as they go. That's just how science works. All right, get it. But this just a fucking... It's a movie. Like, just allow the Velociraptors to just be like that. Yeah. And the fact that you were like, how do we put these in? Or when they crash, inevitably crash, uh, because they need to get somewhere, so they will crash. Um, let's just have one appear, and he can sw- and it can swim, and... You know, because it it doesn't know water, but it can swim. So, yeah. yeah. So just and, that, really and Chris awkward. Pratt can can fall in the water and then be totally fine afterwards, not have hypothermia. No, no. Why would he? He's why Captain he? America. He's so. a super. He's a he's Wolverine. Or Weapon whatever. twelve or whatever. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a superhuman. Yeah. So yeah. So he's a Terminator. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna give it. Um, maybe maybe do it out of updated Raptor. Uh, appearances um yeah. there's other stuff that we could do um you know out of you know uh, double down james cromwelling or yeah. you know this this one gives you loads of ample ample opportunity to to choose loads of crazy and random bullshit that happens in the film to use as a rating for a podcast so um i, I don't know what what do you reckon I, I reckon that yeah I reckon uh, yeah I'm gonna do mine out of al- the alimony payments yeah yeah out of uh, alimony payments yeah. to uh, Velociraptor yeah, yeah lovely uh, what what would you give it That's well you question. haven't even you haven't done yours yet no you can go first oh I I'll yeah, go first yeah, oh, okay. Not, yeah. um okay um yeah so I'm gonna give this film a one. So one alimony payment to a Velociraptor <laughs> out of five. Um, yeah. So that's that's an that's a naught point five higher than Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. But a point five lower than World? Jurassic World. Yeah, but yeah. you said that it was your it was the best out of the. Film. Yeah, I, well, I said it was my favourite. Oh, okay. I didn't say it was the best. Right. Okay. All right. I, okay. D- I mean, I d- such a dilemma. Yeah, I don't think any of them are the best. This is the problem. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't give it a high. A, a, I can't give it a um, 
yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a one, a one, a one out of five. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's better than Fallen Kingdom. But as I said, it's better in the sense that, you know, um, it's, it's, it's mud compared to shit. Um, <laughs> it's nice seeing, uh, Laura Dern and Sam Neill and, and Jeff Goldblum back. Although, you know, I feel like they're really wasting this film. You, you say that, it's good to see them back, but they they don't really, they don't really do that much. No. Uh, so well, it's nice to see them in that universe yeah. next to a T-Rex. Yeah. And not a lot else. Well, it's Especially good. in Sam Neill's case yeah, well, where he does Yeah, it's good to see them back in that the, I'm literally sat there watching them on screen in the same shot together. Yeah. But I, you know, in terms of their their participation in the, in the film, the story, yeah. it's garbage. Yes. But you know, it's it's. I guess it's, so. It's good. I guess it's good to see them back. There, there was a few. There was a couple of moments in the film that I thought were were all right. Um, but largely, I mean, overall, yeah, this film is garbage. Um, you know when. You know, I I couldn't think this could get any worse. This franchise get any worse, and it did. Yeah. So, I you know, I I I just yeah. Um. Yeah. What did you give it? A one. A one. Yeah. I really feel like it's time for these. The, 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 you know, the Jurassic Park saga. Um. I really feel like it's time for for this to go extinct. <laughs> and the and the, the sad thing is. I've been saying this over and over again now about so many of my of beloved franchises from my youth. I just want them to to die. I just want yeah, them to yeah. end. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. You know, I mean, the only one I can think of really off the top of my head that I I I I feel was still a nostalgia sequel, but a good one was Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I've recently been watching reviews which a lot of people didn't like it i i thought it was good i thought it was great and i think that that's the only one really that has potential to to lead to a new franchise mm. so if you want to see a good nostalgia sequel um that i think works and and, and is good watch ghostbusters afterlife if you want to see a really a fucking terrible one watch all three of the... all three of the jurassic world films yeah I'm going to give it a 1.5 because I do... So it's the same as World. Yes, I I do think that as much as, like you said, it's best of three, which is, you know, I won't say it again, but yeah, that's not great. But And I just, I I can't give it anything more, but I can't give it anything less Mm. again. It's a bit of a... uh, to give it a one would be like it's definitely not Fallen Kingdom, but yeah, I can't. There's there's no there's no wiggle room for it to give it a two mm. or you know there's nothing there's nothing that comes to my mind, even with films that I don't particularly like. I can usually find a few silver linings, um, say for like Shang Chi. I thought the the action was good, mm. and I want to see how Shang Chi as a character interacts with 
other people in the Marvel universe. Maybe a little bit less now because I feel like I'm fading a little bit uh, in terms of enthusiasm for it. But those were things I was like, okay, I can cling on to those even though I don't like the film. Yeah. Uh, even with, uh, you know, the only ones that have been on this level is Eternals. It's just trash. Yeah. Um, there's no, there is no silver linings. I try and my best to be like, there's, there's something about it that I can be like, I'll say that to someone when they ask what it's like, you know, what is it like? Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty bad, but there's this, that and the other, if you, you know, want to see it, this film has nothing. It's, it's baseline. There's, there's no, even with having the, uh, original three, in the film, it's close enough to a wasted opportunity because they didn't really do anything with them. You know, it's it's all right saying that they were on screen together, but that's the bare minimum. You yeah, know? having them on set together is like you just put them on a fucking call sheet to be there on the same day. There's nothing for them to do together that's decent, iconic great groundbreaking different new anything like that there's nothing of that so you know another wasted opportunity as all the three of these films are you know you're resurrecting the jurassic park franchise you're changing the name doing a soft reboot and even when you get to that you're a little bit like oh okay uh and then you know you have three films which are around six hours of just just wasting time just wasting time and just slapping the Jurassic Park logo over the top yeah and uh you know we didn't even talk about the music garbage yeah they they as I've said before in podcasts they stood on the shoulders of giants Mm. that had come before them and shat all over them (laughs) so yeah you know they 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 were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether they should. <laughs> that is a direct quote from me and Malcolm in Jurassic Park. And yeah, you're right. That I mean, and that's what that another thing that really I found really egregious about seeing it was they didn't even use the fucking and the the score was hardly used in that film, hardly used at all. It's so iconic that score. It's such an epic theme tune. And they didn't use it. They they didn't they didn't use it. I mean that the final shots of the film were like mon, it was like a montage of dinosaurs like living amongst animals in the wild. Yeah. And they didn't even use the music. I mean, surely that was the moment to to bring in the theme tune. John Williams is going to retire right? after his next film, and you're not even going to put his one of his many 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 yeah. iconic theme yeah. songs in a sequel to one of the films exactly. that he's most known for. I say it's it's a beautiful score. It's so iconic. And they didn't even fucking use they didn't, they didn't use it for the end credits. It's fucking a disgrace. Mm. I mean that would be like um that would be like us for example at two reels not using our iconic uh closing theme tune for an episode and just using some new random piece of music that no one's ever heard before.